Hey, hey, hello, 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 and uh, welcome to tonight's episode. We are so grateful and so thankful that you are joining us in today's podcast, uh, Flourish with Laurie and John. And today you are in for a treat because as we go through today's podcast, I want to request you and ask you to look at the questions that we're going to be discussing today and ask yourself, how do they apply in your own life this year as you also prepare yourself for 2019? Because Lori has prepared some great, great stuff for us and uh, we'll have transformation tonight. And we are so grateful that we can uh, add value into your life, pour into your life as you make changes to become the best that you can be. Glory, welcome. Hey, John. Welcome hey. to you. Yeah, it's uh, great to have you today. Likewise, good to be back. It's good to be back with you. Yeah, yeah. And for those who are just joining us and who will be listening to this podcast, Glory is um is is humble person uh, who helps patients get better and uh, has a heart, a brave heart, and uh, you know to be able to be with with the vulnerable it's it's huge it's a gift and uh, uh she is also the owner of flourish.com you know a company focused on helping uh, leaders to try different methods to help and equip their people uh through professional development training coaching and uh it's all great stuff that lori does and and uh, you're gonna learn from lori tonight um, so we are grateful that uh, you're with us and you have joined us uh, tonight, Lori. So, so amazing, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so tonight, as I said, we're in for a retreat. We, we, we have um, uh, an amazing, amazing journey that we'll be uh, going through here with my friend Lori. And I guess just to dive into it. I want to ask Lori just a few questions here to, to kind of help us understand her journey and her career. In, in other words, to share a story with us uh, this evening. So Lori, let me ask you this, uh, and, and I'm going to just um, throw out there and uh, you, you can take it in any, any direction that you, that you want, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that Every day we are seeking to be transformed and we are seeking to transform others. Could you tell us what transformation have you experienced and seen as a nurse over the course of your nursing career? Um, you know, I, and I, I, I talked about this a little bit in, in our last podcast, you know, um, who and what I thought I was going to be when I when I graduated from nursing school you know I had this vision of what nursing was and who I thought I was going to be and um, it was there are some things that apply and there are some things that were very different and you know um, I think especially going into the emergency department you know I a lot of that um, I was excited you know by by the human body and medicine and I was driven um, by the, the notion of caring for others especially when in a great time of need um, and then a little bit of that too that adrenaline you know that adrenaline uh, of the emergency room 
Um, but, you know, the emergency room can be uh, very exciting and it can be a very devastating place. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if you ever watch any of the shows on television about the ER. Um, you know, it, it's all <laughs> over the place, right? And yeah. so, um, and, and some of those things that you see do happen, you know, the, there's little tidbits of it that are that are slightly realistic but most of it is is not um so um it was a very eye-opening experience when I got there and then I started to um see things you know because of the way life is and and real life is and you know people that go to the the emergency room are real people who have real problems and so um you know people will go to the er because one um for some people that's the only access to medical care that they have and you know so you you don't everything that goes to the emergency room is is not a medical emergency you know and um and it's open 24 7 so, you know, in hindsight, you know, what at one point started to become very frustrating for me um, because, you know, a part of me was driven by that adrenaline rush, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, in, instead of seeing people that were um, maybe always critical or really what my perception of what I thought people who really needed me, you know, it was like, you know, it was half Band-Aid station um, and not even, maybe more than half of that. And then, of course, um, the other were critical patients. And so people who had been there longer than me, I, I started to, and, you know, I talked about how hard, you, ha- you have to be strong to fight that, that, cynical attitude that gets around you and so I allowed myself to start to get sucked into that so then it goes back to remember why you started because Mm -hmm. that's not who I am you know I am someone who you know I, I care about people and you know and that was the real reason why I started was because I wanted to help people and when I went to nursing school I didn't you know, I didn't go to nursing school to just help a certain group of people. I went to nursing school to help everybody. And so, you know, I had to kind of reel myself back in and, you know, and you help people without judgment and you listen, you listen to people. And, um, and then, you know, you go through a cycle and, you know, after you've done it long enough and you've seen enough bad stuff, you start to get kind of thankful for those people who are not emergencies, right? You start to get yeah. thankful for those people. You know, those little, it's like a cushion. You know, it's like some reprieve when someone's going to come in with a sore throat. And I remember saying to a physician one night, and it's a physician I have a lot of respect for, um, I said, you know, after you see enough people lose their parents and you code enough kids, you don't get angry about that sore throat that comes in here anymore or you know that that minor little complaint uh, you're you're almost grateful for it yeah and so you know 
and you can't do politics at work. Um, you, you remember why you started. So, you know, a transformation came and I, I took a job um, that when I first started, I, I hated um, just because of not what I was doing, but just because of where I was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, my patience actually saved me because I was 100% about my patience. It was, you know, I went there, I was 100% focused on my patients and my patients saved me every day. Oh, that's that's a powerful statement to make there. And it sounds like more what you have encountered and gone through is is both um, an attitude change, um, a cultural shift and a mindset shift. It's absolutely mindset. It is absolutely mindset. I'm like, I, you know, you have to, you cannot let everyone else get in your head. You know, I, I'm like, I know who I am and all this talk and negativity going on around me. You know, I don't care what insurance they have. I don't care if they don't have insurance. It doesn't matter. You know, um, I don't handle death well. Um, and I don't handle seeing people lose family members and because every time someone dies you know a whole family dynamic changes forever and no one's life is going to be the same and um and so and and that is how i i look at it and so um it's a devastating day for a whole family when someone's loved one dies and you know i remember when my grandfather died, you know, I, my grandfather is fine. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe if you've accepted God as your savior that, you know, that, you know, you, th- that is a happy day for you. Right. But, you know, we are selfish and we want our loved ones here with us. So for us, you know, we can be happy for them, but we, you know, it's like a bad breakup. You miss somebody if you love them and, you, and they're not with you anymore. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's like, um, it's hard and so and so i i go back to that day for me it's very personal for me because i remember that hurt that i had when i lost someone that was very close you know that i was very close to and i love very much and so and you know so i can relate to that and um and so anytime there's difficult conversations about what you know what would you want us to do what kind of intervention you know i think about that so you know, over, over time, you know, you know, I started out with one, with one expectation and, you know, I was all gung-ho and all in. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that these people came into the ER for this. And, and then I'm like, um, I, I don't care why they're here. I'm their nurse and I'm going to be the best nurse they've ever had. You will be the best nurse you've ever, they ever, ever had. I think that's a, that's a very good uh, mindset. And, and it's, it's amazing that when you go through a mindset transformation, things change for you. Yes. Right? You yes. can't expect things to change, but when you go through a transformation, things change for you. Now, let me ask you this. What what propelled or what drove the transformation that you experienced and that you continue to experience even today? Yeah, it was, it was a culmination of things. You know, um, sometimes it takes hearing someone else say something that you've said and you're like wow that doesn't sound very nice or it is 
watching things happen around you and you can't believe that those things are happening. Um, you, you watch care being given that is subpar and you, you can't understand why it's not being done better. Mm. Um, you know, you truly, I truly believe that, you know, people should be treated the way that we would ourselves want to be treated or our family members, you know, we should do unto others, right? The golden rule. Yes. And, you know, when I have watched nurses and physicians um, do things that, you know, that would just make my mouth drop open and I, I could not believe what I was watching. And this started about five years ago. Um, I, I saw things that I... I had heard stories and I, and I could not believe, you know, the things that people were, I honestly thought they were lying to me. I thought there's no way a physician would ever do that. There's no way a nurse would ever do that. And I, I saw things with my own eyes and I, I, I was shocked. And they were things that no person should ever should treat or do to another person but they were so wrong and so unethical and I knew that do something and I'm I I mean you know I believe that if I pushed hard enough and I kept on and fought hard enough that eventually one day I would be that person that can make a difference. Yeah, I, I like the way you said that uh, if you fought hard enough, one you'll be the person who makes a difference. And I believe you do make a difference based on the many conversations that we have. And um, mm-hmm. one thing uh, I am going to say here uh, from this conversation is that transformation does not happen in a day. Nope. It's it does not. Basis. It's a daily journey. Do you agree? It is. Yes. Because I know, uh, it, it, you know, for, for you to be that good, for you to be that transformed, uh, where it came from, we, you know, we normally say, unless you're struck by lightning, <laughs> <laughs> you can go through a conversion real quick. But uh, that's uh, right. You know, when you want to to deliver, when you want to become better, daily business, it's a daily walk. And this is the process we are talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are here to 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 help people who are who are in some spot that that you are in now, especially those who are in healthcare, that they can be inspired, that they can be transformed. Now, Lori, I know you, you you are a leader and being a leader and being a professional who teaches leadership and who want to encourage leaders in healthcare to be better, what are you challenging them to do to promote a cultural change or to undergo a leader shift and it drive positive transformation within the organizations? Um, I am challenging leaders. I am begging leaders to come out of your offices and talk to your frontline staff um, and listen to what they tell you because they have the answers for you. 
you have got to pour into your people. Um, you know, they are putting their hands on patients every single day. And, you know, it is absolutely crucial that these people, that one, you know, and it starts with the recruiting process, anyone new that you're bringing in, make sure you're not putting warm bodies in these jobs. Two, the people that you have there, you have to, they need to love coming to those jobs every day. Because if they are happy and they love coming to their job, it will show. And they will take great care of those patients because you want them to want to come back to work tomorrow, not to turn off that alarm clock or and just be like, oh my God, I hate, I do not want to go back to work today. Yeah. You don't want somebody coming to work that does not want to be there. Because every time they walk in a patient's room, that patient's gonna know it. Mm-hmm. I had, I I heard a nurse tell a story just this week that a patient said to her, "Did you wake up with that attitude this morning, or were you born with it?" <laughs> wow. And I'll tell you now, and they will blame this. Well, it wasn't the patient; it was the patient's family member. They will put that on that patient. And I'm just as big of a nurse advocate as I am a patient advocate. I mean, that's why I'm saying pour into your people. Yes, yes. But nurses are not always right. They're not all good. (laughs) Doctors are not all good. And it's heartbreaking for me to say that. I'm not a perfect person. I have fallen short many times. I work to be better every day. And there's always room for improvement in all of us, right? Yes, it is. So, but, you know, we're we're not flipping hamburgers, but I want the person who makes my hamburger to work on being better every day too, right? Yeah. I don't care what your job is. You can always work to be better. But when you're taking care of people, I mean, and... And these are things, I mean, people, you, I mean, you can make a stake and you can cost somebody their life. You know, I remember when I was in nursing school, um, a friend of mine, he told uh, his wife had died. Their son was 13 months old and she went in to have a very simple routine procedure and she died. Wow. And he raised his son alone because of a simple, uh, because of a medical error. She got a medication she should have never gotten. We make mistakes. We get so cavalier and carefree. And, you know, so our jobs are very important. Um, You know, I I have seen nurses stand at doors and laugh at men who were homeless um, because of their feet and they ended because they were in our, they were in our ER because they had dove in a ditch because the car backfired because they had severe um, PTSD after serving in the military. And these are this is a very mild mm-hmm. example of things that I've seen, 
Wow. So, you know, and it hurts my heart because um, this is not who we should be. Wow. This is not doing good. So it's like what got what how do we stop this how do we know that the people that we are trusting to care for us so what are healthcare leaders going to do to make sure that the people that are caring for others in their organizations are being safe that they love their jobs and they are fully engaged in providing that care. Wow. Deep questions. I love those questions, Laurie. They cannot sit in an office all day. They need to be out talking to their people. You can't just push a pencil and crunch numbers. This is not about numbers. This is about people healthcare is about people and if you do it right you will hit your metrics you will hit your numbers but your people have to come first wow deep 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 thank you Lori I promise I promise you leaders if you do it this way I need you to trust me if you do it this way it will work it will work it will work every time. This way is the right way. It will work. Wow. The Lord. way you're doing it is not working. You know it's not working. You know. <laughs> I don't have to tell you it's not working. You know it's not working. So try it my way. It'll work. Wow. I can't tell you how much I appreciate those sentiments. They... <laughs> Leaders need to hear this message. Yes. And I don't have to tell them that their way is not is not getting them where they need to be. Because they know. They try to hand out gift cards. Gift cards do not work for long-term results. If you want a short to hit a short-term goal, something that is like to get something done in, over a short period of time, sure, give a gift card. But for long-term results, this is not the way you do it data proves that that is not the way to achieve a goal if you want if you want to have a successful organization and to be not just the provider of choice but the employer of choice you have to take care of your people wow you know this makes me think the next podcast we should do is how do we you know engage the healthcare staff how do we help how do we lead us pour into the nursing and the healthcare staff. Right. And I mean, 70% of employees don't even respect their leadership. Why? Because one, they, they feel like their leadership doesn't even care about them. Two, um, they, they don't even engage with the staff. They, they feel like it's not their responsibility. It is absolutely their responsibility. Wow. Because they perceive them as feeling like they think they're too good to be out there engaging with their staff. 
And then they do employee engagement surveys, and it's actually more to the detriment of staff to do an employee engagement survey and then not address the issues. Yes, I totally 100% agree with that because that doesn't work. No, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna listen to what the survey results say and you're not gonna address it, you're better off not to do one at all. Yes. Wow, my dear listeners, this is Laurie. This is flourishing with Laurie, and we are here to help, and we are here to build and to challenge every leader the leaders in healthcare to step up, listen, to go down to the uh, team and the staff and listen to them and make it better. Because as Laurie said, the way it is gonna work, is just go and listen, have a conversation and then implement. Once again, this is John and uh, it has been a pleasure for you to bring to you, flourishing with Laurie and John. And Laurie has is an esteemed healthcare professional, ER nurse, has been in this industry for over 20 years. She is a leadership coach, leadership trainer, and public speaker, helping and challenging the healthcare leadership and nurses to be the best they can be. And Lori, do you have any any parting shots? Um, yes, I I mean I I really hope that leaders will um, listen very carefully to this and encourage other leaders as well because you know you never know when you're going to be that patient in the bed or your child or your mother is going to be the patient in the bed and do you really want to wait until then to find out just how poorly things can go yeah wow awesome 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 question and i everyone deserves the same treatment it doesn't matter who you are where you're from everyone deserves the same treatment and that and that deserve they deserve the best the best care you become the best leader you become the best staff you take care of our staff you take care of the patients and everybody is happy wow i love it i love it believe you me that next podcast we will be discussing the different ways different avenues that leaders can engage their staff because we want this to be the best every day and transformation does not happen in a day it happens daily this has been flourish with laurie and john and once again we thank you and until next time bye bye goodbye all right Hey, hey, hello, 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 and uh, welcome to tonight's episode. We are so grateful and so thankful that you are joining us in today's podcast, uh, Flourish with Laurie and John. And today you are in for a treat. 
because as we go through today's podcast, I want to request you and ask you to look at the questions that we're going to be discussing today and ask yourself, how do they apply in your own life this year as you also prepare yourself for 2019? Because Lori has prepared some great, great stuff for us and uh, we'll have transformation tonight. And we are so grateful that we can have add value into your life, pour into your life as you make changes to become the best that you can be. Glory, welcome. Hey, John. Welcome hey. to you. Yeah, it's uh, great to have you today. Likewise. Good to be back. It's good to be back with you. Yeah, yeah. And for those who are just joining us and who will be listening to this podcast, Glory is um is is humble person uh, who helps patients get better and uh, has a heart a brave heart and uh, you know to be able to be with with the vulnerable it's it's huge it's a gift and uh, uh, she is also the owner of flourish.com you know a company focused on helping uh, leaders to try different methods to help and equip their people uh, through professional development training coaching and uh, it's all great stuff that Lori does and, and uh, you're going to learn from Lori tonight. Um, so we are grateful that uh, you're with us and you have joined us uh, tonight, Lori. So, so amazing, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so tonight, as I said, we're in for a retreat. We, we, we have um, uh, an amazing, amazing journey that we'll be uh, going through here with my friend Lori. And I guess just to dive into it, I want to ask Lori just a few questions here to, to kind of help us understand her journey and her career. In, in other words, to share a story with us uh, this evening. So Lori, let me ask you this, uh, and, and I'm going to just um, throw out there and uh, you can take it in any direction that you, that you want, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that Every day we are seeking to be transformed and we are seeking to transform others. Could you tell us what transformation have you experienced and seen as a nurse over the course of your nursing career? Um, you know, I, and I, I, I talked about this a little bit in, in our last podcast, you know, um, who and what I thought I was going to be when I when I graduated from nursing school you know I had this vision of what nursing was and who I thought I was going to be and um, it was there are some things that apply and there are some things that were very different and you know um, I think especially going into the emergency department you know I a lot of that um, I was excited you know by by the human body and medicine and I was driven um, by the the notion of caring for others especially when in a great time of need um, and then a little bit of that too that adrenaline you know that adrenaline of the emergency room um, but you know the emergency room can be uh, very exciting and it can be a very devastating place um, but you know, I, I don't know if you ever watch any of the shows on television about the ER. Um, you know, it, it's all over the place, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, um, 
and and some of those things as you see do happen you know the, there's little tidbits of it that are that are slightly realistic but most of it is is not um so um it was a very eye-opening experience when I got there and then I started to um see things you know because of the way life is and and real life is and you know people that go to the the emergency room are real people who have real problems and so um you know people will go to the ER because one um for some people that's the only access to medical care that they have and you know so you you don't everything that goes to the emergency room is is not a medical emergency you know and um and it's open 24 7 so you know in hindsight you know what at one point started to become very frustrating for me um because you know a part of me was driven by that adrenaline rush right um and you know instead of seeing people that were um maybe always critical or really what my perception of what I thought people who really needed me you know it was like you know it was half band-aid station um and not even maybe more than half of that and then of course um the other were critical patients and so people who had been there longer than me I I started to and you know I talked about how you you have to be strong to fight that that cynical attitude that gets around you and so I allowed myself to start to get sucked into that so then it goes back to remember why you started Mm -hmm. because that's not who I am you know I am someone who you know I, I care about people and you know and that was the real reason why I started was because I wanted to help people and when I went to nursing school I didn't you know I didn't go to nursing school to just help a certain group of people I went to nursing school to help everybody and so you know I had to kind of reel myself back in and you know and you help people without judgment and you listen you listen to people and um and then you know you go through a cycle and you know after you've done it long enough and you've seen enough bad stuff you start to get kind of thankful for those people who are not emergencies right you start to get thankful for those people you know those little it's like a cushion you know it's like some reprieve when someone's going to come in with a sore throat and i remember saying to a physician one night and it's a position I have a lot of respect for. Um, I said, you know, after you see enough people lose their parents and you code enough kids, you don't get angry about that sore throat that comes in here anymore, or you know that that minor little complaint. You're you're almost grateful for it. Yeah. And so you know, and you can't do politics at work. Um, you, you remember why you started. So, you know, a transformation came and I I took a job um, that when I first started, I I hated um, just because of not what I was doing, but just because of where I was. Mm -hmm. And um, and I 
my patients actually saved me because I was 100% about my patients. It was, you know, I went there, I was 100% focused on my patients and my patients saved me every day. Oh, that's that's a powerful statement to make there. And it sounds like more what you have encountered and gone through is is both um, an attitude change, um, a cultural shift and a mindset shift. It's absolutely mindset. It is absolutely mindset. I'm like, I, you know, you have to, you cannot let everyone else get in your head. You know, I, I'm like, I know who I am and all this talk and negativity going on around me. You know, I don't care what insurance they have. I don't care if they don't have insurance. It doesn't matter. You know, um, I don't handle death well. Um, and I don't handle seeing people lose family members. And because every time someone dies, you know, a whole family dynamic changes forever and no one's life is going to be the same. And, um, and so, and, and that is how I, I look at it. And so, um, it's a devastating day for a whole family when someone's loved one dies. And, you know, I remember when my grandfather died, you know, I, my grandfather is fine. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe you've accepted God as your savior that, you know, that, you know, you, that is a happy day for you. Right. But, you know, we are selfish and we want our loved ones here with us. So for us, you know, we can be happy for them, but we, you know, it's like a bad breakup. You miss somebody if you love them and, you, and they're not with you anymore. Right. Yeah, so it's like, um, it's hard. And so, and so I, I go back to that day for me, it's very personal for me because I remember that hurt that I had when I lost someone that was very close, you know, that I was very close to and I love very much. And so, and you know, so I can relate to that. And, um, and so anytime there's difficult conversations about what, you know, what would you want us to do? What kind of intervention, you know, I think about that. So, you know, over, over time, you know, you know, I started out with one, with one expectation and, you know, I was, all gung-ho and all in then I was like oh my gosh I can't believe that these people came into the ER for this and and then I'm like um I, I don't care why they're here I'm their nurse and I'm gonna be the best nurse they've ever had you will be the best nurse you've ever they ever ever had I think that's a, that's a very good uh, mindset and and it's, it's amazing that when you go through a mindset transformation things change for you Yes. Right? You can't yes. expect things to change, but when you go through a transformation, things change for you. Now, let me ask you this. What what propelled or what drove the transformation that you experienced and that you continue to experience even today? You know, it was it was a culmination of things. You know, um, sometimes it takes hearing someone else say something that you've said. And you're like, wow, that doesn't sound very nice or it is watching things happen around you and you can't believe that those things are happening. Um, you, you watch care being given that is subpar and you, you can't understand why it's not being done better. Hmm. Um, you know, you truly, I truly believe that, 
you know, people should be treated the way that we would ourselves want to be treated or our family members, you know, we should do unto others, right? The golden rule. Yes. And, you know, when I have watched nurses and physicians um, do things that, you know, that would just make my mouth drop open and I, I could not believe what I was watching. And this started about five years ago. Um, I, I saw things that I, I had heard stories and I, and I could not believe, you know, the things that people, I honestly thought they were lying to me. I thought there's no way a physician would ever do that. There's no way a nurse would ever do that. And I, I saw things with my own eyes and I, I, I was shocked and they were things that no person should ever should treat or do to another person but they were so wrong and so unethical and I knew that do something and I'm I, I mean you know I believe that if I pushed hard enough and I kept on and fought hard enough that eventually one day I would be that person that can make a difference. Yeah, I, I like the way you said that uh, if you fought hard enough, one, you'll be the person who makes a difference. And I believe you do make a difference based on the many conversations that we have. And um, mm -hmm. one thing uh, I am going to say here uh, from this conversation is that transformation does not happen in a day. Nope, it's it does not. Basis. It's a daily journey. Do you agree? It is. Yes, because I know, uh, it, it, you know, for, for you to be that good, for you to be that transformed, uh, if where I come from, <laughs> we, you know, we normally say, unless you're struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> You can go through a conversion real quick, but uh, that's right. You know, when you want to to deliver, when you want to become better, daily business, it's a daily walk, and this is a process we are talking about, mm -hmm. and that's why we are here to 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 help people who are who are in some spot that that you are in now, especially those who are in healthcare, that they can be inspired, they can be transformed. Now, Laurie, I know you, you, you are a leader and being a leader and being a professional who teaches leadership and who want to encourage leaders in healthcare to be better. What are you challenging them to do to promote a cultural change or to undergo a leader shift and drive positive transformation within the organizations? Um, I am challenging leaders. I am begging leaders to come out of your offices and talk to your frontline staff um, and list, listen to what they tell you because they have the answers for you. You have got to pour into your people. Um, you know, they are putting their hands on patients every single day. And, you know, it is absolutely crucial that these people 
that one, you know, and it starts with the recruiting process. Anyone new that you're bringing in, make sure you're not putting warm bodies in these jobs. Two, the people that you have there, you have to, they need to love coming to those jobs every day. Because if they are happy and they love coming to their job, it will show and they will take great care of those patients because you want them to want to come back to work tomorrow, not to turn off that alarm clock or and just be like, oh my God, I hate, I do not want to go back to work today. Yeah. You don't want somebody coming to work that does not want to be there because every time they walk in a patient's room, that patient's gonna know it. Mm-hmm. I had, I, I heard a nurse tell a story just this week that a patient said to her, did you wake up with that attitude this morning or were you born with it? <laughs> wow. And I'll tell you now, and they will blame this. Well, it wasn't the patient. It was the patient's family member. They will put that on that patient. And I'm just as big of a nurse advocate as I am a patient advocate. I mean, that's why I'm saying pour into your people. Yes, yes. But nurses are not always right. They're not all good. (laughs) Doctors are not all good. And it's heartbreaking for me to say that. I'm not a perfect person. I have fallen short many times. I work to be better every day. And there's always room for improvement in all of us, right? Yes, it is. So, yeah. But, you know, we're, we're not flipping hamburgers, but I want the person who makes my hamburger to work on being better every day too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what your job is. You can always work to be better. But when you're taking care of people, I mean, and, and these are things, I mean, people, you, I mean, you can make a stake and you can cost somebody their life. You know, I remember when I was in nursing school, um, a friend of mine, he told me his wife had died. Their son was 13 months old and she went in to have a very simple routine procedure and she died. Wow. And he raised his son alone because of a simple, uh, because of a medical error. She got a medication she should have never gotten. We make mistakes we get so cavalier and carefree and you know so our jobs are very important um you know i i have seen nurses stand at doors and laugh at men who were homeless um because of their feet and they ended because they were in our, they were in our er because they had dove in a ditch because a car backfired because they had severe Um, PTSD after serving in the military and and these are this is a very mild Mm -hmm. example of things that I've seen so you know and it hurts my heart because um, this is not who we should be This is not doing good. Yeah. 
so it's like what got what how do we stop this how do we know that the people that we are trusting to care for us so what are healthcare leaders going to do to make sure that the people that are caring for others in their organizations are being safe that they love their jobs and they are fully engaged in providing that care wow deep questions i love those questions lori they cannot sit in an office all day they need to be out talking to their people you can't just push a pencil and crunch numbers this is not about numbers this is about people healthcare is about people and if you do it right you will hit your metrics you will hit your numbers but your people have to come first wow deep 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 thank you lori i promise i promise you leaders if you do it this way i need you to trust me if you do it this way it will work it will work it will work every time this way is the right way it will work wow the Lord. way you're doing it is not working you know what's not working you know <laughs> i don't have to tell you it's not working you know it's not working so try it my way it'll work wow i can't tell you how much i appreciate those sentiments the <laughs> leaders need to hear this message yes and i don't have to tell them that their way is not is not getting them where they need to be cuz they know they try to hand out gift cards gift cards do not work for long term results if you want a short to hit a short term goal something that is like to get something done in, over a short period of time sure give a gift card but for long term results this is not the way you do it data proves that that is not the way to achieve a goal if you want if you want to have a successful organization and to be not just the provider of choice but the employer of choice you have to take care of your people wow you know this makes me think the next podcast we should do is how do we you know engage the healthcare staff how do we help how do we lead us pour into the nursing and the healthcare staff right and i mean 70% of employees don't even respect their leadership why because one they they feel like their leadership doesn't even care about them two um they they don't even engage with the staff they they feel like it's not their responsibility it is absolutely their responsibility wow because they perceive them as feeling like they think they're too good to be out there engaging with their staff and then they do employee engagement surveys and it's actually more to the detriment of staff to do an employee engagement survey and then not address the issues yes i totally 100% agree with that because that doesn't work no if you're not going to if you're not going to listen to what the survey results say and you're not going to address it you're better off not to do one at all yes 
Wow. My dear listeners, this is Laurie. This is Flourishing with Laurie. And we are here to help. And we are here to build and to challenge every leader. The leaders in healthcare to step up, listen, to go down to the uh, team and the staff and listen to them and make it better. Because as Laurie said, the way it is going to work is just go and listen, have a conversation, and then implement. Once again, this is John, and uh, it has been a pleasure for you to bring to you Flourishing with Laurie and John. And Laurie has, is an esteemed healthcare professional, ER nurse, as been in this industry for over 20 years. She is a leadership coach, leadership trainer, and public speaker, helping and challenging the healthcare leadership and nurses to be the best they can be. And Lori, do you have any any parting shots? Um, yes, I I mean I I really hope that leaders will um, listen very carefully to this and encourage other leaders as well because you know you never know when you're going to be that patient in the bed or your child or your mother is going to be the patient in the bed and do you really want to wait until then to find out just how poorly things can go wow awesome 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 question and i everyone deserves the same treatment it doesn't matter who you are where you're from everyone deserves the same treatment and that and that deserve they deserve the best the best care you become the best leader you become the best staff you take care of our staff you take care of the patients and everybody is happy wow i love it i love it believe you me that next podcast we will be discussing the different ways different avenues that leaders can engage their staff because we want this to be the best every day and transformation does not happen in a day it happens daily this has been flourish with Laurie and john and once again we thank you and until next time bye bye goodbye all right